One moment. Uh, hold on. Glad you never change. Never will ever for any reason ever. Hold on. I got to post the link so people might tune in. There's already more people here than usual. Just go. Oh, we're on fire. All right. <laughs> here we go. Cat of the March Madness number four, uh, February 27th, 6th. February 26th, 2024. Uh, plenty to discuss. I mean, it was one of those weeks where it's kind of classic 2024 college basketball where you have teams get huge wins during the week and then they lose in the weekend. And then it's weirder to talk about them, which <laughs> sucks. But uh, we're going to do it. ruins your headlines. A little bit. I mean, we'll start here with Creighton. Uh, Creighton beat UConn earlier in the week. I think a lot of people believe, and it's probably the right thing, that UConn was due for a loss. Um, and they got one. It was 85-66, really not close. No. Uh, really nobody on the side of uh, UConn played as well as they usually do, except for Tristan Newton, who, I mean, this guy has to be a first-team All-American, I would think. I mean. Yeah. I, I don't know how he's not on the list. 27-12-4. Like, okay. You know. So that seems like that's pretty good, especially going, you know, 10 for 21 from the field as well. Yeah. Uh, but they didn't get much from Castle in this game. Uh, Caravan was two for seven from the field. Spencer was three for eight from the field. So uh, not surprised. You look at the numbers, it makes a lot of sense why they lost. And also, you know, Creighton made 14 threes um, and shot 50% from three. So Creighton's uh, kind of – Creighton is kind of like an SEC team without all the athleticism that some of those SEC teams have where – they can just explode from three, and they really do rely on it quite a bit uh, to the point where, you know, you look at their game yesterday, they lost to St. John's. They were six of 26 from three, and uh, Shireman was one for 10. Yeah. So not everybody can shoot at Madison Square Garden like the uh, Illinois fighting Illini <laughs> is basically my thought there. Uh, no, I, Creighton has been kind of untrustworthy a lot of this season. You look at you know, a, a four and two start or an 0 and two start in the Big East, then get to four and two. And they have a little hiccup. They had a, you know, one uh, six day stretch where they lost to, or five day stretch where they lost to Butler and Providence. Uh, not to discourage or dis diminish either of those teams, but Creighton should probably beat them. Uh, but, you know, it's college basketball. Anything can happen. Uh, but they've bounced back. They beat Xavier. They, you know, won their bye game against Georgetown. Uh, they beat Butler on the road and they, you know, they beat UConn. They lose to St. John's, but uh, I still like this Creighton team. I think there are some defensive things that you worry about a little bit, like they're last in the country and turnover percentage defensively. Um, you know, they, they, they don't block a lot of shots, even though they have a seven footer. Yeah. Uh, they give up pretty easy twos in terms of what they give up. They don't give up a lot of threes, but they give up a lot of twos. Um, so I don't know. I think their offense will translate, though. I mean, this team got to uh, the Elite Eight last year and lost to San Diego State. They lost uh, 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 Nimhard to Gonzaga. They bring in Ashworth from Utah State. He's been solid. Uh, they still have Trey Alexander and Shireman and Kalkbrenner. So it's like an old team. You know, uh, Greg McDermott's had a lot of success uh, in the tournament, Elite Eight 23, Sweet 16 and 21 couple second rounds in uh, 12, 13, 14. Uh, so I think this Creighton team will be fine. But uh, yesterday was tough. They, they couldn't really score. Bit of an issue. Yeah, you, they have to make threes, like you said. And uh, 
if they don't, they could they could be an early exit. Um, do you, do you think they're an elite eight team again this year? I don't think I would go that far. I would feel good saying they're a Sweet Sixteen team. I think yeah. they'll be they'll pose some matchup issues for some of the possible opponents in the tournament just because they have experience. They shoot like their percentages from two are really good, but they're also 16th in the country in three point uh, point distribution percentage. So 39% of their points come from threes and they don't shoot a lot of free throws either because that's the officiating the biggies. Like they're 352nd in the uh, point distribution percentage in the, uh, in the country. So I think that's more a biggie stat than a Creighton stat, but uh, I think they'll be fine. I, I think St. John's is better than Patino thinks. I'll say that. <laughs> uh, we'll get to St. John's a little later. Uh, you also had Washington State winning at Arizona. So we're going with the picture here. We got McDermott top left, Kyle Smith top right. We got Houston down there. That'll be a little out of order, though, because I think I'm going to go to Kentucky next. And then I got something before uh, Houston. But uh, Washington State sweeps Arizona, beat them both times this year. They were in first place in the uh, Pac 12 as of Friday morning, but they lost another half a game behind Arizona. Uh, but they haven't made the tournament since 08, Washington State. They're going to make it this year. I yeah. think it's going to be some coach of the year buzz for, for Kyle Smith. He's 21 and 7, 12 and 5 in the conference. They're not a metrics darling at all. They're like a, you know, St. John's territory in the metrics, which probably says more about St. John's metrics being surprisingly good than anything. But uh, they started eight and one. They lost to Mississippi State. They had a very easy non-conference. You look at the the non-conference strength. The schedule is three hundred tenth. So yeah, not a lot there. Lost to Santa Clara. Uh, beat Boise State. Started zero and two in the Pac-12. They're now twelve and five. Uh, losses to Utah, Colorado, Oregon, Cal, and Arizona State. They just lost to Arizona State by 12 on Saturday. That's not great, but, you know, they were on a uh, an eight-game win streak. So give them a pass, especially beating Arizona again, which they won yeah. by three at Arizona. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Wells, 27 in this game. He shoots at 45% from three. Six. You got a 6'8 guy that's shooting 44.5% from three. That's uh, – That'll get you places. He shot six for 10 in this game. So, uh, and in fact, they made six threes as a team and he made all six of them. So that seems to be good. You know, you go into Arizona, you only turned over nine times. You, you force 11 turnovers. Uh, you, you rebound 38, 38, 39. They lost the rebounding battle by one, but if you can keep it close against Arizona and rebounding and they got Kashad Johnson, who's a, who's a glue guy, you know, really solid player that makes the right plays who's six, seven uh, from San Diego state for Arizona. So he can rebound. They got Omar Balo can rebound, you know, didn't, didn't Caleb love like fall down or something. Something happened. Yeah. I, I forgot I this game already during the game. So it was, late. I, I already forgot what happened in this game. So I'm just yeah. kind of looking at the numbers, but uh, either way, big win for Washington state. Not great that they followed up with a loss to a pretty bad Arizona state team, but their schedule is easy to finish. They got USC, UCLA, Washington, all three home games. They could easily be 24 and seven. As of right now, according to Bowertology, they're on the six line. We'll get to the bracket stuff later, but uh, it's pretty safe to say they're going to make it. And uh, Kyle Smith's going to be a guy that probably gets brought up in some other names, uh, some other jobs. Yeah, definitely a possibility. 321 seasons at San Francisco, 221 seasons at Columbia. And uh, he, they went 22 and 15 in 2022 and missed the tournament. So. Um, 
I guess it should be they went 19 and 14 and missed the tournament because they won three games in the postseason in the NIT. So to be yeah. fair, but uh be an interesting team to see in the tournament. I I don't think the Pac-12 is gonna do very well just based on numbers because they're gonna have like two teams. It's probably gonna be Washington State and Arizona. So they're gonna be relying a lot on Tommy Lloyd, who to be fair, they did get to the uh the Sweet 16 his first season and lost to that really, really good Houston team. So Last year, though, I think people have made this point. I think I heard maybe it was Mark Titus made this point. We forget that Arizona lost to a 15 seed because Purdue lost to a 16 seed. We forget they lost to Princeton in the first round last year. Yeah, it's true. Uh, but I think some of the Kirk Creasa stuff last year was, you know, Andre Curbelo effect, I think. So Matthew they're, Meyer they're, comes to mind. Yeah, unfair. Uh, but they're really good this year. They are very like they're they might be this might be their best team. And yeah. I know the 2022 team was awesome with Matherin and those guys, but this team, Boswell Love, you got uh uh Jaden Bradley off the bench. Yeah, KJ Lewis is a really solid freshman. He looks like he's 30 years old. You got Larson Ballo back, and then you have uh Keyshad Johnson who you know made to the national championship game last year with with uh just just say this. I Picked Arizona to be a Final Four team in the preseason. I still feel very, very good about it. Yeah. So some, somehow I turned a Washington State segment into how good Arizona is. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Kentucky, who needs defense when you can score 117? That's <laughs> true. Because they put up 117. They beat Alabama 117-95, maybe the most NBA of NBA scores <laughs> this season. I know that they lost to Tennessee 103-92, but – this is the SEC for you. 100 point games like they're nothing. I mean, you had Antonio Reeves with 24. How about this game from Justin Edwards? Breakout game for him. 28 points on 10 of 10 shooting with five rebounds and two assists. What's <laughs> up with all these crazy. guys shooting like it's all these guys shooting, making seven or eight shots and, and shooting 100%? That's happened like three times in the last two weeks. Yeah. How do you miss a free throw? Come on, buddy. You know, if Justin Edwards can become an actual threat offensively, I don't really know how you stop this team. Like I know yeah. their defense stinks, but they have so many guys. And Justin Edwards was a maybe their top recruit. He might have been the. I think he was like number I mean, one or two. Saying that he's like could go number one in the draft now, right? I mean, after I mean, his he's, performance, <laughs> he's been coming on. I mean, he had uh, seventeen against Vanderbilt earlier in the month. It's taking him some time, but there's so many guys there. You know, if you have right. Dilling, Dillingham and Shepard off your bench, and this uh, Ivisic. European fella who had 18 and five in this game. Like, I, it's I mean, I didn't even know this guy was on Kentucky's team. So, which one, know. Edwards? Yeah. Yeah. Cause they and, have Edwards. Until, and and I mean, until this game and everybody started talking about him more. But I mean, Aaron Bradshaw, who I think is an elite defender, who only played five minutes in this game. So, yeah, there's a lot there. It's going to be a lot to coach because you have so many different options. And they didn't even right. have Trey Mitchell in this game. So, yeah. Yeah, we'll see what – I mean – They can be good. They get it figured out. Yeah. that's The, the thing about the SEC is that uh, Alabama is number one in offense and number 97 in defense. So, not great. Not so bad now, Illinois fans. Four and 61. Four on offense, 61 on defense. How about that? I don't even want to talk about this. This Wake Forest storm the court thing. Like, I don't even. I just threw it in there because everyone else is talking about it. I'm going to spend right. five seconds on this. Uh, Philipowski's coming off like a bitch. Uh, 
Core storming sucks. I hate it. It's so annoying, especially when you're the favorite. So Wake Forest is cowardly for even storming the court. Uh, the Wake Forest president is a pussy. And uh, there you go. That's my thoughts. Your thoughts? Uh, I don't hate court storming. I mean, I, I enjoy seeing it. It, it feels like it, it happens a lot more now than it used to, though. You know, you it used to be you beat number one, you storm the court. Now you beat number 22 and storm the court. So it, I don't think it has its, its luster. I don't know if that's the right word, but yep. uh, that, that it used to back in the day. So I don't know. Let the kids have fun, but find a way to do it safe. Wake Forest is 18 and 9. They're currently a last four in team. So I guess, you know, they're not a lock for the tournament. Yeah. Uh, they're 19th on Ken Palm. So they're a very good metrics team. And they were two and were they a two and a half point favorite in this game? I believe they're a two and a half point favorite. I, I believe that's what you said. Yeah. I don't, they might have been the other way around, but either way, the spread was small. So <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Whatever. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I don't get storming against you know number what was duke nine or something so sure yeah i thought they were higher than that a little bit but 14 i don't know yeah i and i be better at getting off the court i like you knew that they were running on the court filipowski decided not to go over by his bench when he knew that the kids were literally dying to rush the court so could have tried a little better. Another hateable Duke White. There you go. <laughs> uh, Houston survives in overtime at Baylor. Houston was very tough. I texted you during this game saying Houston looked elite, and then they promptly just blew their lead. <laughs> blew yeah. Uh, but either way, I thought they were really good in this game, especially with you know Jamal Shedd didn't even shoot the ball very well. Uh, yeah. He made that three, but it was too late in regulation. Uh, you know, he shot five for seventeen from the field, but had ten assists. So. Houston's got a lot of different ways to uh, to beat you, especially defensively. Uh, Baylor had some toughness down the stretch. Jacoby Walter had a big game. Ray J. Dennis was good. Uh, but I think the better team wins this game, and it's hard to win on the road, so take any road when you can get. So when is this uh, Houston's going to struggle in the Big 12 thing? Where's that at? Like, oh, they're a new conference. I mean, they're 11-3. and three. So <laughs> it's true. I don't know what more people want. That's true. I, people should stop hating on them. And the thing with Houston is like I would never. Yeah, you're 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 a moron too. Uh, the thing with Houston <laughs> is the last four tournaments they've been in: Sweet Sixteen, Elite Eight, Final Four, Sweet Sixteen. So it's not like they aren't making runs in the tournament as well because they are. And uh, I think the way that they play is going to be much more beneficial in the tournament than the way that like Big Ten or SEC teams might play. So. Yeah. Keep an eye out for that. Yeah, just let them, you know, depends if they just get to hack a, hack everybody in the tournament. It's a, uh, yeah. Toughness. It, I mean, they are tough as hell. I mean, how many times do we have to do this? I, we can do it all you want. They make teams look like, you know, high school teams. Some of the, some of these defensive uh, shutdowns. Yeah. It's a miracle that Bailey even scores 36. That happens. <clears throat> oh, boy. I didn't know that we were a troll show now, but I guess we can be. Um, 
I can be whatever I want on this show. I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, your opinions kind of suck in this case. Uh, I yeah, think I mean, I good. didn't get to watch this game because I have a job, so sorry. It was a Saturday. I mean, we're not talking about like a you know Monday afternoon. <laughs> I'm just saying. To be fair. I mean, we're, we're taking shots here. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Houston had uh, 19 fouls in this game, so it's not like they let them get away with everything in this game. 19 fouls is quite a bit. Uh, then you look at the Iowa State game. Yeah, they Houston's had like good, guys. Fouls. You guys didn't know Houston's good. The Texas game, they had uh, 16 fouls. The Cincinnati game, they had 20 fouls. Sounds like they're getting called for a lot of fouls. Number one team in the country, I think. They are, yeah. yeah. So, I'm surprised they're good offensively. Wouldn't think that a team like that would be able to score as much as they do. Uh, they, they play hard. They have good guards, no doubt. Uh, Ohio State is 2-1 and one under Jake Diebler after uh, winning at Michigan State. Tough one for job. Michigan State. Tough one. Yeah. Um, Michigan State on the bubble now? Is that what people are saying? Still, I, I still see him as a nine seed in a lot of brackets, but I guess that's bubble territory. Yeah, Bowers College is a like. nine. What they um, got coming up? They got some tough games. Purdue, uh, <laughs> that's a tough one. Yeah, they got Purdue. Western and then at Indiana, so at least they'll win their last game. I don't know if they will. That's on the road. <laughs> Indiana. What they have going for them is uh, beating Butler by 20 counts for something, I guess. Uh, they beat Baylor by 24. Uh they beat Illinois. And that's about it. Sounds like some quad one wins. Yeah, they have a good non-conference strength to schedule. They played, you know, Duke, Arizona, Baylor, Indiana State, Butler. So James Madison. I had to know this was gonna be a weird season for Michigan State when they lost to James Madison to start the year. Yeah. Didn't come out too hot. Uh, Izzo, see you later. Is he gonna? Retire? I feel like he doesn't even want to be there right now. Yeah, he seems like, miserable. How do you how do you justify giving Xavier Booker seventeen minutes yesterday? Yeah, they were like I saw Ant Wright post. He was like they were like plus twelve with him in the game or something like that, and then he didn't play the last fifteen minutes. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't understand uh and then i mean i guess at least people are calling him out because they're asking why he's not playing so yeah and also sure he loves if, that too if illinois didn't puke all over themselves they would have lost that game too so yeah. that would be another win out the window i mean illinois was up eight in that game and couldn't score after that. And, you know, Michigan State totally cheated to win that game. We all know that. Uh, but, yeah, seven points in the final ten minutes. Their defense in that last play was really good. It was just a great shot by uh, Dale Bonner. Yeah, it was. And, uh, yeah, so the guy with six points ended the game for Ohio State. He had six points and makes half of those points on that shot. I'm, I'm looking at this picture. Was uh, Battle hurt? Was he was he out. Yeah. He was out, yeah. Ouch. Even worse. Yeah, just a terrible, terrible. And they had maybe the worst officiating crew in history with uh Kelly was there, wasn't he? Oglesby, Pfeiffer, and High Knees Anderson. <laughs> Only 28 foul calls <laughs> in this game, though. 
18, 11 free throws. That's still pretty good for the Big Ten. Yeah. Damn. Uh, yeah, so Ohio State, I mean, they have wins over Michigan State and Purdue since firing Holtman, but then they lost to Minnesota by nine. And Minnesota's not bad, but still. They held Michigan State to 57 and Purdue to 69, but gave up 88 to Minnesota. Interesting. Uh, they got Nebraska, Michigan, Rutgers to finish. So, hey, they get to 19 and uh, 19 and 12, 9 and 11. That's not the craziest thing for them to be, you know, somewhere. Yeah. But, but I mean, they have losses to two losses in Indiana, lost to Michigan, lost to Penn State, lost to Minnesota, lost to Iowa. So, probably not going to happen. Bubble will be interesting this year, I think. No respect for Big Ten teams. Finally, thank God. <laughs> Way overdue. Uh, okay, St. John's bounced back after Patino pretty much said his team sucked. You all suck. You can't move laterally. You, you, you're fat losers like Jokic is pretty much what he was saying. Uh, but they win their bye game against Georgetown by five on the road, and then uh, they beat Creighton by fourteen yesterday at MSG. Uh, they're 16 and 12, 8 and 9. Currently, next four out on Bauer really? so it's not over yet. Not over yet. Uh, Jenkins, the guard, the Iona transfer, played for Patino at Iona at 27. Uh, Dingle, who uh, played at Penn last season, one of the top guards in the portal from a mid major perspective, at 18 points. Uh, they had a bunch of assists, 24 assists in this game on uh, 34 makes. Um, they were 100% from the free throw line. Uh, only made two threes. Very old school way to win a game. Had 42 rebounds. So they rebounded the ball well. They passed the ball well. They had eight blocks, six steals. They only turned it over three times. And they shot 100% from the free throw line. And they held their team, the other team to six. That's a very old school way to win a basketball game, at least old school nowadays, because it's a little bit different. There's a lot more threes taken and such. Give me a Izzo Patino playing game. If you want ratings, that would be great. <laughs> Might actually watch that. And you know what? It's really not a play-in game. Let's get that straight. Because teams still hang banners like they made the tournament for, for that. It's true. I mean, If it was a real play-in, they wouldn't get to celebrate they made the tournament. Technically round one. And that's part of what's wrong with the tournament. And if they expand the tournament, I'm done. Yeah. I Please don't. I'm out if they expand it. But Illinois would make it every year for sure. But either way, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't mean anything. You know it's going to happen. Ugh. By 2028, it will happen. It's all about the, the Benjamins. Week. Anytime something comes up like this, whether it's conference realignment or expanded college football playoff, that stuff always happens. So this yeah. is going to happen, and it's a huge mistake. It's a shame. Yeah. I mean, I could maybe talk myself into it just because I like the sport so much, but it's going to suck. Yeah, I, it there's no way it needs to happen. That's I don't think anybody thinks it does, except for the idiots that are running except this. For the guys that are trying to make money. Which this should already be a huge money maker for him anyway. So like what the hell? Um he doesn't like more money. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. Corporate greed. We <laughs> Especially don't old whites. Exactly. Uh would you be surprised if these teams win their conference tournaments? I have a couple teams from each conference here. Okay. Uh this will be good. Uh, would you be surprised if Wake Forest or Clemson won the ACC tournament? Yes. 
I would be more surprised with Wake Forest, I think. I don't know. I think they're (sighs) – they got a better chance than Virginia, I'll say. Yeah. Um, Virginia can't score. Problem. Yeah, that's not great. Part of the reason why I say I wouldn't be that surprised is just because I feel like the ACC is – it's always a year where – a weird there's always you know a weird team winning the conference tournament now last year it was duke but the year before that was virginia tech i just think neutral floor north carolina and duke are are too good so that's why i would be surprised but the year before that it was georgia tech so which that might be the most fraudulent Conference tournament of all time. I think they played two games and won the conference tournament. <laughs> yeah. Because of COVID, I think they beat Florida State. But uh, yeah, I, uh, Clemson is a team that is uh, currently on the five line, which is shocking to me. Um, like they're 19 and eight, they're nine and seven in the ACC. The thing that they have going for them is like super quality wins. Like, yeah. Uh, they beat North Carolina. They beat Alabama. They beat TCU. They beat Pitt. They beat Boise State. So, and the only real losses where you're like, Jesus, how'd you lose that one? Is Georgia Tech in double overtime, and probably NC State at home, and maybe Virginia. But other what about, than that, what about Memphis? Memphis, is yeah, a good but that's anymore, right. Memphis and Miami, I can excuse because those were road games early in the season. Okay, uh, and how I think the committee you the committee is definitely going to look at like how hard it is to win on the road, right? Yeah, I so, I would assume. It's a yeah, so big thing this year. Just win your home games, but Clemson's pretty firmly in, which is <clears throat> interesting because they're you know fifth in the ACC right now, but they got a good resume, good enough. Uh, so they don't even need to win it. But uh, would you be surprised if Iowa or Maryland won the Big Ten tournament? Uh, I would probably be surprised if Maryland did Iowa. I could see it happening. I mean, they, they're playing better. They score well. Uh, if they get hot, I could see that happening. Well, if you look at the last three big 10 tournaments for Iowa, they lost to Illinois in the semifinals in 2021, uh, 2022, they won it. They beat Purdue. Uh, and then 2023, they lost on Thursday to Ohio State. So they should be due for a Friday loss this time because they won or uh yeah, yeah, Friday loss. I'm gonna say Friday loss. Uh and then Maryland, yeah, Maryland is an interesting one just because I, I don't think that they can sustain consistency for that many days. Yeah, that'd be my and, worry they don't score very well. And I think you need to be able to make shots in these neutral site games. And they're 348th right now in three point percentage. So that might be an issue. And they've shown zero consistency. Their, their most consistent stretch was a five game win streak in the month of December from uh, against Penn state, Alcorn state, Nichols state, UCLA and Coppin state. Yeah. Give me Minnesota better chance than Maryland to win the Big Ten tournament. Yeah, I just want to throw Maryland out there because they have like the third or fourth best guard in the conference. But yeah, yeah I would agree. Minnesota's got a better chance. I Penn State might have a better chance, actually. You know, <laughs> being honest, Penn State's got a better offense than that team. Uh, the team who has the least, the team least likely to win the Big Ten tournament 
three, two, one. Michigan State. Rutgers. Rutgers has Michigan. Zero. <laughs> no, Rutgers. <laughs> Rutgers. Know. Rutgers has a worse chance than Michigan. Trust really? me. Really. Rutgers okay. is going to go out on Wednesday and score forty points and then go home. That's true. Yeah. Michigan can at least you know put up eighty on a team and get lucky. Is yeah. Doug McDaniel allowed to play? In fact, we got Thursday night Michigan Rutgers. That's game he of the week. Sh- he should be back. And yeah. then they played well. They, I mean, they played hard yesterday. I I take back everything I said yesterday though about Jawan getting to play hard because then in the post game he said something like, "If Hart was a stat in the box score, we would have won." Like, shut the fuck up. I I hate that. <laughs> uh, anyway, Big East. Hart was a stat. Yeah, I can't believe you said that. I take back everything I said, but they are playing hard. Give them credit. Uh, Big East, would you be surprised if Butler, Villanova, or St. John's won the Big East tournament? Uh, yeah, I think so. Just because they're I, I, the Big East is good, but I just don't know if they're that good. And I don't, I don't see the, I don't see any of those teams winning it. I think no I think chance. Butler. I'm gonna. I think Butler is gonna surprise some people. Really? Yeah. Like they have some weird, like really good wins this year. Like they won at Creighton. They hung around with UConn. They beat Villanova by uh, seven. Uh, they won at Marquette. I don't know. They beat they, Texas they, Tech. They beat Boise State. And they've lost five of their last six. So. Yeah, but they have a tournament resume in terms of their first four out, and they're close. But honestly, I'm surprised Thad Mata's even got them in a spot to be first four out right now in year two because, like, that was a bad situation uh, for the last couple of years with Laval, Jordan. So, yeah, I would I would say St. John's has the best chance, but I don't think either. So, I, think- I mean, is Butler getting everybody, or is the Big East getting everybody in? Like, you just said that the team that's in front of Georgetown and DePaul is on the first four out. Well, they have like three quality Same. non-conference wins, so they have that. Plus, look at some of their wins in conference that I mentioned. They beat Marquette and Creighton on the road. So... You just said the Big East stunk, and then the the team that yeah they're seven and ten in a terrible conference. But look at their wins. Look at them. So basically, my point there was that you said the Big East stunk, but then you're complaining about a team. Well, I'm I, saying, I gotta, how is that possible? Gather, That's why I just said, what are they getting everybody in? Why are you weighing so like you're putting a lot of weight on conference play when you say the conference stinks, but then they have conference wins over Marquette and Creighton. And those are road wins, which is a huge weight. But, yeah, to be fair, uh, they are four games ahead of Georgetown, okay? And and they are a bunch of games ahead of DePaul. So, nice try. They're not that close to them. All right. The committee looks at probably way too much now. So, if these wins from November, they matter, I guess. Um, yeah, they five teams in, according to Bowertology right now. Okay. Uh, UConn, Marquette, Seton Hall, Creighton, and Providence with Butler first four out and Villanova and St. John's next four out. So there are eight teams in the mix. So everybody except for Xavier, Georgetown, and DePaul. If Xavier wasn't so bad in the non-conference, they would have a chance because they played a hard non-conference schedule. They played Purdue, St. Mary's, and Houston. 
and Cincinnati. And they also beat St. Mary's. That's a nice win. Anyway, uh, would you be surprised if Texas Tech, Texas, or Oklahoma won the Big 12 tournament? Uh, no. I think they all have a, have a shot. I think Houston's probably going to win the Big 12 tournament. Yeah, probably, but... I, I like three teams have a shot. I like Texas the most out of the three. Texas has shown zero consistency this year, but Tyrese <laughs> Hunter, Max Acemus, those guys have played a ton of games. I mean, Max Acemus has played a lot of basketball, uh, yeah. made the tournament twice at Earl Roberts. Tyrese Hunter made the tournament in Tyrese Hunter Elite Eight at Texas last year and then Sweet 16 at Iowa State two years ago. So you got guards like that that have played a lot. I think that they'll make some noise. They're last four by right now, according to Bowertology. So they're very old. So I expect them to show up in the, uh, in these spots in the conference tournament, but the Oklahoma, maybe Texas tech, maybe, but I like Texas the most uh, pack 12. This should be an easy. No uh, Oregon or UCLA. Would you be surprised? Yeah. Be shocked. Yeah. I mean, UCLA has been playing better. Uh, they were so bad, though, to where it doesn't even matter. I mean, I guess if Arizona somehow gets knocked off, I don't know how the Pac-12 is structured, but uh, UCLA's won eight of their last eleven, but they're still only fourteen and thirteen. Oregon's, you know, not as good as they probably should be. Uh, the Pac-12 tournament last year, what happened there? Uh, Arizona won it, right? Yeah, they won that Saturday night. So pretty mm-hmm. much, if you're one of the top seeds, top couple seeds, you got to win three games. I think it starts on Wednesday, and then Thursday, Friday, Saturday to finish, I believe. So, yeah, I don't see either of those teams winning. It's going to be Washington State or Arizona, uh, SEC, Florida or Texas A&M. Mm, no. Uh, Buzz Williams needs to get ready to learn Chinese because he's yeah, done. Texas A&M has not been. They were okay. supposed to be so good this year, and they are ranked awful. preseason, right? Yeah, I think I had them like top fifteen. They won twenty five right. games. They won twenty five games last year, and then they brought back like all of their good players. It's terrible, embarrassing that that terrible. team has losses to Vanderbilt and Arkansas this year. Two losses to Arkansas. That's a joke. I'd fire him right now, right this second. He's made one tournament there in five years. See ya. <laughs> they won 52 games the last two seasons before this season and won zero tournament games in that time and only made it once because the, the team, they were, remember, they were 23 and uh, 23 and 12. Yeah. After the SEC tournament. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. So, good job this year, Buzz, idiot. <laughs> All right, uh, that's enough for that. Uh, conference thoughts. Uh, I got some conference thoughts here to go over. I think the Mountain West very fun to watch, but Mountain West fans better watch their mouth about people caring about them because shut up, we're all paying attention. Uh, <laughs> Big Ten, Big East, ACC, Pac-12 equals a lot of teams that are either bad or untrustworthy. We'll get to that. Uh, the Big 12, I think, is a little overrated. I think the SEC is extremely top-heavy. I think there's a bunch of really, really bad teams in the SEC. Missouri is awful. 
Vanderbilt is terrible. Arkansas stinks. Georgia's not any good. LSU's not any good. Ole Miss overrated. Texas A&M trash. Mississippi State, all defense, no offense. Florida, underachiever. Kentucky, all offense, no defense. South Carolina, overrated. Auburn, maybe the only balanced team. In the, Auburn and Tennessee, the only balanced teams in the conference. Alabama, all offense, no defense. That's the SEC. Trash. Uh, conference metrics, just to look at some of the, uh, the numbers here in each conference. The ACC has five top 50 offensive efficiency teams five top 50 defensive efficiency teams, and three top 50 tempo teams. The only teams I trust in the ACC to do anything are Duke and North Carolina. I don't trust anybody else, and I hardly trust them. Yeah, I agree with that. And trust means, like, do I trust them to get to the second weekend? Uh, Big East has five top 50 offenses, seven defenses, and one tempo. Uh, I trust UConn. I trust Marquette. That's it. Uh, Big Ten, eight top 50 offenses, six top 50 defenses, and one top 50 tempo. And the team I trust, they <laughs> lost to a 16 seed last year, so that's great. But I still, <laughs> I mean, Purdue's going to get to the second week in this year. I'm pretty confident in that. Yeah, I think that's safe to say. And I don't think we can sit here and say that we trust Eleanor or Wisconsin. No. Uh, Big 12 has eight top 50 offenses, eight defenses, and zero tempo. Uh, and I only trust Houston. I don't trust anybody else. Really? The I yeah, I, I would say Houston. The only other one that's close to being that in the area where I would trust them is uh, BYU. Uh, not even them. I don't <laughs> okay. trust Kansas. I don't trust Iowa State. Yeah, Baylor maybe trust them just because the guards. I don't know. Uh, SEC or Pac-12 has five offenses, four defenses, and two tempos. I trust Arizona. That's it. Uh, SEC six offenses, four defenses, three tempos, and the teams I trust equals none. Nobody. <laughs> maybe Tennessee would be possibly on the list, but that's it. I mean, it's Rick Barnes in the tournament, so who knows? I, he has made some runs, but still, uh, Mountain West. Three top 50 offenses, six top 50 uh, defenses, and one top 50 tempo. Uh, I don't trust any of those teams either because it's the Mountain West. They have one year where a team gets the national championship game, gets destroyed, gets the doors blown off of them, and then all these Mountain West fans are like, oh, you never talk about us. Nobody ever talks about us. I Yeah, I mean, New Mexico was in a great spot, and then they lose to uh, Air Force. Air Force. They're still last four by though, so there's them in Nevada still pretty firmly in the field. Hmm. Takes a lot to get a team out of the field these days. Uh, all right, bracketology. Right, right now, now, the four. Yeah, that's big. It's a big phrase together. here. We did that together. Yeah, sure. Uh, the one line features Purdue, North Carolina, Houston, and UConn, according to Bowertology, as you can see here. Bowertology says it right there. Um, the two line is Kansas, Arizona, Marquette, Tennessee. Uh, other interesting tidbits Illinois stays at a four after losing to Penn State, Wisconsin's a five, Kentucky's a five, Auburn and Baylor, San Diego State, the other fours. Uh, BYU's on the sixth line, Washington State's sixth line, Utah State's sixth line. Uh, interesting matchups on here, hypothetically. Uh, Nebraska FAU round two or uh, round one game eight nine that would be interesting. Clemson McNeese. They got Illinois against UC Irvine here. 
BYU Princeton in the first round would be a fun one. Florida Indiana State. St. Mary's Texas would be a really good game. Texas Tech New Mexico would be interesting. Uh, also Dayton South Florida that would be an interesting game as well. Uh, last four buys Nevada Seton Hall Texas New Mexico. Last four in Gonzaga Providence Virginia Wake Forest. So this this has uh, Gonzaga Virginia Gonzaga back in huh. Gonzaga, Virginia, and Providence, Wake Forest, uh, first four games. I mean, if you don't get Patino Izzo, you get you know Bennett and Few. That would be good. We did yeah. have uh, that UCLA, Michigan State first four game a few years ago. Yeah, that was a fun one there. Uh, yeah, uh, first four out: Colorado, Utah, Drake, Butler. Next four out: Ole Miss, Villanova, St. John's, Memphis, like, Memphis. Big win for them on Saturday or Sunday, but or Saturday, no Sunday, no Saturday, no Sunday. I don't know. I think it was Saturday. No Did Sunday. Did they beat it? FAU. Oh, is that a good win these days? I mean, it's the best opportunity to have a good <laughs> a good win in the uh, AAC. It's them and SMU. Those are your real only chances in that conference. And yeah, South yeah, South Florida is first in the. Uh, South Florida started two and four, with losses to Central Michigan, Maine, and Hofstra, and UMass, and they've <laughs> won every game except for one since that. They're fourteen and one in the AAC. That is insane. Uh, pretty good. Yeah, that's that's just annoying, really. But whatever. Uh, bids by conference, Big 12, 9, SEC, 7, Big 10, 6, Mountain West, 6, ACC, 5, Big East, 5, AAC, A10, Pac-12, and WCC with 2. So, back to, uh, I mean, a 2-bid AAC and a 2-bid uh, WCC. That's that's crazy. Crazy talk. Crazy. Um, games to watch, games of the week. Tonight um, nothing. Tonight, Miami goes to North Carolina. Baylor goes to TCU. Am I on the right week? Because these could all be wrong. Nope, that's correct. Okay. <laughs> you said they have nothing. So I just... That's it. It's terrible. There you go. Tuesday. Uh, BYU at Kansas. Texas at Texas Tech. Nevada at Colorado State. I'm sure there's more. That's you. Virginia Tech at Syracuse, 6 p.m. ESPNU. Wisconsin and Indiana, 6 p.m. Peacock. Pitt and Clemson, 6 p.m. ACC Network. Kentucky at Mississippi State, 6 p.m. ESPN. Uh, and then NC State, Florida State, 8 p.m. Central, ESPN2. So Central time. That's right. Wednesday. Uh, Auburn is at Tennessee. Oklahoma's at Iowa State. South Carolina goes to the lowly Texas A&M. Minnesota comes to Illinois. And Seton Hall plays at Creighton. Uh, Northwestern at Maryland. Did you say that one? Nope. Did you say Providence at Marquette? Nope. Arizona, Arizona State. Yeah, that's a good game. Yeah. Arizona State beat Washington State at home. <laughs> Virginia Luke's. at Boston College. That'll be interesting to see if Boston College can get a nice little win for themselves. First to 50. 
I think Boston College is going to put up 95 on them. Wow. No. Seems impossible. Yeah, a, just a miserable game. Uh, St. <laughs> John, John's a Butler. That's a big one. No. Huge bubble game right there. That's 7.30 p.m. Central CBS Sports Network. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I have any others that you didn't put. So uh, Thursday. Uh, I have Nebraska at Ohio State. Also Gonzaga at San Francisco. Gonzaga could use that road win. That would be good. To San Francisco good? Up. Yeah, they're a good team. Quality, okay. solid, solid. All right. uh, Friday. Uh, Dayton at Loyola, Chicago. Don't forget Cornell at Penn, 7 o'clock. Oh, yeah. Cornell's a nice, nice little squad. Yeah. Um, Saturday, there's a ton. Yeah, Florida at South Carolina, Kansas at Baylor, Illinois at Wisconsin, Marquette at Creighton, Virginia at Duke, UCLA at Washington State, Michigan State goes to Purdue, Tennessee at Alabama, Houston at Oklahoma, Gonzaga against St. Mary's. I'm sure there's a thousand more. So, uh, Villanova at Providence, Hofstra at Charleston, that's a big one. Uh, Oregon at Arizona, UMass at Davidson. I missed some of the ones that you said. Mississippi State at Auburn. You're good. Iowa State at UCF. Uh, Wake Forest at Virginia Tech. Iowa at Northwestern. Texas Tech at uh, West Virginia. Uh, VCU at Richmond. Uh, Texas A&M at Georgia. Pitt at Boston College. New Mexico at Boise State. I'm sure you said Michigan State at Purdue. Are you um, just naming every game they're playing Saturday? TCU at BYU. There are so many more games than this. There's like 100 more than, than what we've said. <laughs> I know. It's, it's, we're not it's supposed lot. to list them all. I mean, I listed the good ones. Okay. You got to get some bubble ones in there. Sunday. Bubble. Sunday, all I have is Seton Hall at UConn. Don't forget Indiana at Maryland. Big one there. Uh, <laughs> Northern Northern Iowa at Southern Illinois. And the actual, probably the game of the day is Bradley at Drake, 230. Yeah. And then Stanford at Colorado. Three upset. Three upset picks. I went two and one last week. Uh, I went one and two. Shocker. I know you guys are shocked. Um, I got Kansas beating Baylor. Is this right? I don't even know. Auburn winning at Tennessee and Miami tonight over North Carolina. Boy, that's a bad one. Um, (laughs) I'm going with, I had uh, Creighton over UConn last week, by the way, if people forget. Uh, and then I had Kansas State over BYU. And then Xavier got destroyed by Marquette yesterday. Uh, give me Indiana over Wisconsin. Really? Welcome to the Big Ten, folks. I'm a sharp. I know it. Uh, this game is at Indiana, I believe, or else I wouldn't pick it. Do you think that matters right now? Indiana is such a mess. They're going to win this game. These team, These types of teams win games when you don't expect it. <laughs> It's true. Look at Ohio State. Anybody think Ohio State would beat Purdue after firing Holtman other than me? You did. Exactly. I'm a that's sharp. all that matters. People should take my word. <laughs> uh, hang on a sec. I'm trying to make sure one of my games is this week. Is that, okay, yeah. Nope, it's not. All right, cool. Uh-oh. What, how did that – how did I – no, it is. Okay, it is. We're, we're back. We're back. Uh, Oklahoma over Iowa State. And then uh, I said this l- – Sometime earlier this last week or something, I'm, there's a bunch of Saturday games. I'm just going to take one that nobody's even going to be paying attention to. I'm going to take uh, Santa Clara over San Francisco. 
So. <laughs> Is that upset yeah. these yeah. days? Yeah, definitely. Okay. San Francisco is probably number three in the WCC because... Uh, What's that mean? <laughs> it means BYU's gone. That's what it means. <laughs> Gonzaga and St. Mary's are fine teams. They're not as good as they usually are. Yeah. I, I happen to think, uh, you know, both those teams are still pretty good, but like top 25. No, San, San Francisco is 11 and three. Holy cow. Yeah. How about that? You're Take right. that. And their losses are uh, two to St. Mary's and one to Gonzaga. So they've beaten everybody else, <laughs> which you right. know, most of those teams stink. But anyway, <laughs> they beat good. Minnesota. They beat Minnesota in the non conference. So they beat DePaul by 16. That's a big win. By the way, DePaul had a chance, man. They had a chance against Georgetown. They lost it. Lost by one. That's a shame. Jaden Epps with uh, 33 points on 18 shots. Not a bad game there. Not a bad game. DePaul now 0 16 in the Big East. Uh, DePaul has won nine Big East games in the in their past three seasons. That's nine of uh, 56. No, nine of 47 games they've won. And uh, since we said we we're going to be DePaul fans, they are like the worst team in the country. So <laughs> that is so true. There you go. It's, You're welcome. It's, it's tough. The old us jinx. We gave people, we gave teams in the Big East a free couple of wins every season. That's how you look at it right there. Except for Georgetown, who was losing to them with like 12 seconds left, and then Epps got fouled, and then they <laughs> won. But whatever. Uh, don't ask me why I was watching that game. All right. That'll do it for us. We'll be back next Monday the for the fifth uh, episode. Last Number one. Five. This is the last one of February. It'll be March. March 4th will be that one. So it'll be the last uh, last week of the regular season, I guess, right? Yeah. That sound right? Yeah. Wait. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Because the tournament starts like the 22nd or something. Anyway, uh, that'll do for us. We'll see everybody next week. Goodbye.